mum? Okay, so when we first discussed the theme of this evening, new beginnings, there are so many examples of that in the Bible, it was really difficult to narrow it down. Um, I ultimately chose the lost son, I think, probably because I identify it and I think it's a very identifiable parable. Um, the beginning of this particular parable talks about a son who he's obviously grown up in an environment where he's loved. He's obviously grown up in an environment around his family and he's getting impatient. He's impatient. He's perhaps a little bit arrogant because he's he's got the gall to ask his father for his share of the inheritance. Um, and he just wants to get off on his own and he wants to go his own way and he wants to do his own thing. So he asks his father for his share of the inheritance and his father, who loves him, gives it to him and says, yeah, there you go. You, you can take that. You can go with that. He then basically takes it and runs away with it. So he leaves his family, he leaves his home, he picks up everything he owns and he moves. He wants nothing to do with his former life and he just wants to live selfishly. The word prodigal, the definition of the word prodigal is to spend either money or resources excessively and wastefully. And that is basically what he did. So he, you know, he went out, he was selfish. And I think we're all very guilty of that. I know that I am. I, in recent years, um, struggled with debt. And one of the reasons, looking back, that I struggled with debt in the first place was that impatience for spending. I wanted everything all at once. I wanted the new cars. I wanted this. I wanted that. So I spent on credit cards. I spent on loans, et cetera, et cetera. And it was all just through want and wanting to go my own way. So as the son goes, he spends all his money. Um, he, you know, he um, spends money on harlots, he spends money on free living. And he eventually, as is going to happen, he runs out of money. He runs out of money, he runs out of friends. He ends up in a situation where he cannot look after himself anymore. He had to hit that bottom. What I find interesting about this is that even when he hit that bottom rung he still didn't go home he turned to the world he turned to a citizen of another country to help him rather than go home and I think we're all guilty of that I think we live in this world but we're not of the world and it's so easy to be influenced by the world around us I know that in recent years self-help has been a big thing and people talk about putting yourself first and people talk about um, you know, making sure that you're your number one priority and that you're looking after yourself and that not necessarily looking after everybody else. And it is such a popular theme and it's so easy to get swayed by that. Um, people are, you know, they're all about the excess and what things look like. And that's, that's not the way that we should be going. Um, but that's the way that it's perceived. That's the way that the secular world perceive things. And I think just like this son, we're very capable of going to seek advice and help from those people rather than turning our eyes to the Father and turning our eyes to Jesus, which is what we should be doing.
So once he goes to the citizen of another country, he is um, he's sent to feed the swine. Now for Jews, the job of feeding pigs is humiliating. It's humiliating. It's right at the bottom rung of the barrel. The Jew, Jewish people won't, wouldn't even touch pigs, um, let alone feed them. So in order to be doing that, there must be something really bad going on. And he really did hit rock bottom at that point. It says in the Bible that he came to his senses. And I think he's, he had a sudden realisation that what he was doing was not where he should be. It wasn't where he belonged. He belonged with his father. He belonged with his family. And he decided at that point, once he'd come to his senses, that he wanted to go home. He knew what he'd done wrong. He knew that he had done wrong. But he decided he wanted to go home anyway, regardless. What, he, what I think he didn't realise and what he didn't know was that his father had been watching for him that whole time. And I think that is, that's such a powerful image that God is looking and watching us, even if we're trying to hide from him and even if we're trying to run away from him, he's still watching us. He's still covering us and he's still looking after us even when we try to hide so he goes home and his father is there with open arms waiting for him so excited to see his son and his son is humbles himself before his father he apologizes he says he just wants to be his servant can you hire me and his son says his father says to him you know what you're home let's have a party he says, you can here have these gifts. We're just so pleased that we're home. And he throws his arm around him. And that is such, such a powerful image. Another Emma, you have to unmute yourself, sorry. Did you mute me, Stephen? I did, press the wrong button. <laughs> Where did, you, where did you get to? Um, <laughs> back about a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, so he runs into his father's arms and his father just puts his arms around him. And I, it amazes me that that's all we have to do in order for God to put his arms around us is turn to him and repent. It never ceases to amaze me. I mean, with my with my finances that I talked about earlier, it got to the point where um, I really had to humble myself. I had to pray. I had to just throw myself at the mercy of God and say, what am I going to do about this? Because it was just too much. And do you know what? He has seen me through it. He has met my need every single step of the way. And I see that in this passage. He met his son's need. His son needed to come home. His son needed to be in the arms of his family again. And that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what this, this father did for his son. And that's what the Lord does for us. And I think that is, it's, it's just shows God's love and God's grace that he will take us and he will meet us where we are and he will meet the needs in us. And he always does, always does. And that's it. Thank you for listening to my TED Talk.